What's going on with dance and stuff? What's happening with dance and things? What's going on? What's happening? What's going on with dance and stuff? Hello. I'm recording. That's beautiful. Your voice sounds very beautiful really? right now. Yeah. It's like California mm-hmm. voice. Yeah, my California voice. Mm. It's relaxed. It, it literally is. You know, they're is not just saying that about California. It's true. Relax. Yeah, people are just... Well, you're also on a vacation. I, and I have been now, it seems, for some time. <laughs> it's so gorgeous. I am seeing how little power I have in my phone. Uh-oh. Let's see what happens. Um, you made it. I did. I got on a plane yesterday and I just got off in California. <laughs> you, you hopped off the... LA stuff. I did, and it was so easy. Uh, you know, you think, oh, great. you think, oh God, I have to get on a plane because you know you have those memories from before of uh, when it's been bad. Well, it's always been bad, and it was really bad. Sometimes it's been really bad for a while, but yeah. but no, not um, not Any yesterday night? because I. Look, I didn't get much. What are people doing on planes these days? They're watching movies. They're taking a nap. Especially when it's a group of people going home to L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a, I had a um, 8.50 a.m. flight, so let's call it 9. Oh. And it was from Newark, which do, you know does mean you have to get on oh, the New wow. Jersey Transit. That's easy for you. Easy for me. And it all went smoothly. I didn't get a lot of sleep the night before, but I got to the airport. It was fine through security. I had one minor hissy fit when they made me send my luggage through twice through the x-ray machine. Oh, wow, read. A hissy fit. Well, not, I mean, you know. I, I didn't scream at anybody, but I did, I did aggressively put a... But I did take my pants off. <laughs> no, I aggressively put a bin back in the bin holder. Mmm, well, aggressive binning. Mm-hmm. Obviously yeah. very organized, very aggressive. <laughs> right, right. No one noticed. Everything was good. No. Um, and then I got a yogurt and a coffee Mm. and I got on the plane. Because it's what, like seven at that point? You get there what time? Yeah, it's like Mm 730. It's great. And then they board the plane fairly early. We all sit down. I'm way in the back, but on an aisle. Great. And, you know, they have those screens going straight away now. You can just start a movie before you're even... Oh, that's... Yeah. That's, it's, I mean... That's just how it should be. Maybe there was some science behind it, but, uh, like, when they, uh, like, airplane mode, as if. Yeah, well, never know. in my life. <laughs> yeah. But to pass... If, if my phone's gonna take this plane down, we're fucked. Yeah. Um, I told Russell the other day so. that I've never put my phone in airplane mode and he was, he laughed. He couldn't believe it. Uh, no one ever has. <laughs> except, except Russell, except I Russell. guess. Um, but I sat down. I'm always like, Wi-Fi, maybe, maybe I can, maybe there's, you know, maybe we'll hit a pocket and I can phone, phone call someone. Well, JetBlue, no. JetBlue is now full Wi-Fi on the plane for free. That's that's the future. The future. That's how it should be. The future be. is now. I mean, not great. If we can, we should. Not great Wi-Fi, but Wi-Fi nonetheless. Mm. And I watched. Yeah, whatever we can do to make, if we're gonna have to eat those sandwiches and 
Mm. See those people coughing with mm. their children. Mm. We should get some Wi-Fi mm. or whatever we can. I never. I opt out of buying sandwiches, etc., for the plane. So I ate some Cheez Its and had some ginger ale. Yeah, no, yeah, free food. Yeah. Oh, uh, but I watched two movies. Oh yeah. great! One of them I did. I just fast forwarded to the end because I was like, "This is the perhaps mm. the stupidest movie ever made." Which was? It's called Sixty Five, starring Adam Driver. Uh, you know, I just watched a Adam Driver TED Talk. Oh no! Literally just watched it for no reason. What was his topic? And he talked really fast. Really? Uh, he talked about. Um, Joining the military and then the path to becoming an actor. A movie star. Um, which is partly about creating this program that um, <sighs> made a troop of some sort. I sort of stopped listening. Um, that like goes to uh, places where military people are, bases whatever mm-hmm. the language is there um and like does readings of plays i guess oh my god for the military just to are, agitate you know. the soldiers what to, to agitate the did i lose it i accidentally muted i i mean he he frames it as like giving language to people who need who don't have language for their feelings and such i see because that's how he felt yeah so, that's good. Great. Love bringing some... He talks really fast. I don't... That seems... Really fast. That's so strange for such a big person. Well, there's a sense that, like, he has to say all this stuff, so... Because then they, like, do a reading, but I didn't care to watch So he that. had a time limit, is what we're saying. I That's my sense, was that, like, he didn't want to... There was... Yeah, he had to, like, get that done so that they could do this okay. other thing. Well... Anyways, he chose at this point in his illustrious career, which includes, mm-hmm. you know, like Oscar nominations and also Star Wars. What are Adam Driver highlights? Well, girls. Girls. Yeah. And then Star Wars. He plays, uh, you know, who will become Darth Vader. Right. Uh-huh. And then um, The Marriage Story. It, oh, I hated that oh, movie. Oh, me too. Ugh. But I kind of hate all of that director's movies Noah Baumbach mm-hmm. I, I can't I don't know but he did The Kids Are All Right or no he did um. what is that movie with Laura Linney other movies include Laura Linney Jim. The Whale some whale movie oh it's The Squid um, and the Whale the that's what I'm whale. thinking of The Squid and the Whale Um, but there are some there are some there's what is that movie called it's like a it's like a um <sighs> Is it Rachel getting married? That's Jonathan. Other Jonathan movie with Demi. A similar title. Okay, so there's a different movie oh, that no, no, feels no, no, like no, the no, same no. title. I think Margot at the wedding is Jonathan Demi. Yes, but Rachel so getting married. Maybe Rachel getting married. Maybe. Is that what it's called? I don't know. I don't know. It's some. It's something that feels like that. So. But. That's that's a good movie. He's also in Gucci. Yeah, back to Adam Driver. Lest we forget. Um, another terrible movie, Gucci. So, but highly enjoyable. Yeah, I think Adam Driver is a great actor. Yeah. No. Yeah, no. I think he's good. I think it's a bit actory for me, but he's a good actor. Yeah, I think he definitely believes in the power of acting. Well, yeah, because even in this like action film about dinosaurs, he, 
he oh. can I just tell you briefly the premise of this movie 65 million years yes ago? exactly so he, I did it I hate uh, movies that are number titles so he is a fully American person speaking English but he is a resident of a planet 65 million years ago mm-hmm. which is not Earth and they're just wearing, he and his wife and his daughter are wearing regular clothes and at the beach and they're on some planet. But 65 million years ago, they spoke English, which incredible. So they... I mean, that's okay. I mean, it's a movie. It's a movie. It's English. Movie. And so, yeah. so but, his, yeah. he's saying that their daughter is sick for some reason and he needs to make money to make sure she's cared for. So he's going to do this job. And the job is that he has to fly a two-year mission on a spaceship where he's kind of like the steward of a ship that's transporting people in cryostasis. Maybe they're rich, you know, Uh, who knows? Like passenger. It's that. that It's that. It's passenger. But I kind of like that movie. That movie was insane. But instead of being just like, (laughs) instead of being just like a movie where there's a where there's a malfunction and like two people wake up or one person wakes up and then one person like commits a crime. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, that is actually a good premise and J- J- Jennifer Lawrence really handled the acting well in that movie. But, um, in this movie, um, he's on this spaceship stewarding the thing and then there's an asteroid collision. Obviously there has to be. And, um, the ship breaks and all of the cryopods like fly out and explode. And so Adam Driver like has to crash land onto, say it with me, planet earth 65 earth. million years ago. Uh-huh. So he land or, or is it's now? No, no, no. It's sixty five million years ago, and they're dinosaurs. That's right. Okay. So he is a full human speaking English on Earth with the dinosaurs, but it is sixty five million years ago, and he wow. he can breathe the air on planet Earth, and he discovers one of the cryopods. So it's not a time travel. Not at all. We're just 65 million. We just need, we just wanted to uh, go back to dinosaurs. We wanted to go back to dinosaurs. the idea. Right. But also not be confronted by a being from another planet, from another time that would be in any way different than just a regular old American human being. Right. On a different, from a different planet. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And, um, he, he discovers there is indeed one cryopod that has survived and he goes and opens it up, and it is a young woman about his daughter's age. And then he and she have to survive being amongst the dinosaurs Ugh. and make it 15 kilometers to an escape pod that did also manage to not break. And then uh-huh. skyrocket up into space and go back or something. So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was a plot. But once they do make it into the pod and exit the atmosphere right before, mind you, right before an absolutely catastrophic meteor collision that will begin the ice age. Of course. Because timing is everything. When Adam Driver exits the atmosphere, he does kind of immediately have an emotional breakdown and starts crying, which you're like, chill. Yeah. He gets a chill. He starts sobbing (laughs) and you're like, yeah, that makes sense. But then the credits roll and you know, the credits are um, a view of a, a panoramic view of the mountains on earth and what happens over time. So there's there's an years. ice age, and then Earth regenerates, and then there's a city. And I thought, what is the point of this? 
Well, that's why no one ever heard of this movie. It's absolutely stupid. Okay, so... You know the... the do you know what the original title for Pretty Woman was? Uh, Speaking of... Wait, let me think. Uh, movies with numbers as titles. Oh, no. It was originally titled 3,000. Why? Referring to the amount of money she was being paid. Oh, interesting. Because originally it was like a very kind of dark um, exploitation kind of mm. nasty movie. Oh, I'm, which would be great to see. I'm glad they changed the name. They should, they should make that. 3,000. It's an excellent movie. I just... Um, I watched Pollyanna again today because <laughs> um, it's on the Disney app and it's so beautiful. All right. I haven't seen it in its full, like, beautiful, original gorgeousness. Ugh. It's really such a great movie. I cried and I cried. I um, but I also watched the rest of uh, The Bear. Oh, mm-hmm. With the, f- and with the dinner and... It really feels like one of the straightest shows. So straight. What is that? And I'm not really sure what, why I feel that way. Because I do feel it is, it is like a straight male fetish, this restaurant fascism. Mm. And I think there is this sort of like straight male belief that like that is how it has to be. And I think the sort of fetishization Mm. of that environment and that culture is inherently straight and male and I think it is insane yeah I'm not yeah it's yeah maybe it's this like family idea and like that Christmas episode good grief the stunt casting episode I mean was Meryl Streep in that? <laughs> she was playing like a side table. You so know? what? So we had Jamie Lee Curtis as the mother. Meryl, she was excellent. Meryl Streep as the stove. You know, <laughs> Meryl Streep as the stove. Mm-hmm. Um, what's her name as Sarah? The girl Sarah Paulson. Sarah Paulson. And was that that comedian? John Mulaney. Was the boyfriend mm-hmm. Bob? Or and he was the boyfriend. She was. How I couldn't figure out the relation to the family she was a cousin she's just a cousin just like an extra person Mm -hmm. who happens to like have been able to leave the situation so that she could encourage Uh Carmine to you know you gotta get out of here get out of there Mm -hmm. yeah um that restaurant design doesn't make any sense to me by the end you mean yeah I'm like what it does, like, I am confused in general about the... the Why we moved from, like, yeah. this... There was no effort to retain any kind of sense. Character. Or, yeah, any of the character of the original thing, which... I was like, go sell that property for $2 million. If you own, doesn't he own that property? It would seem as much. So then sell it for $2 million if you're just going to make some... Completely different space. Some highfalutin. What is the point? Highfalutin hoity-toity, and you're thinking highfalutin hoity-toity. And you're thinking, wait, 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 wait. Absolutely. I was imagining they were just gonna make like an elevated version, like still homey and still serving like food for the people, but clearly not the goal. No, 
insane. Or even, yeah, like, like, uh, an, yeah, essentially like an elevated version of like the stuff that that place was. Right. I didn't, uh, they didn't, no, no, they didn't do like, that at no, all. No, we're going to do like, but I did, I did really love, um, the other cameo of the show. Will Poulter. Uh, what? In Copenhagen? Oh, no. Oh. But who's that? Well, who's that person? He's he's the big blonde hunk who started out being like funny in American films, but he's actually British and now he's he was in Dope Sick, he's now a Marvel character and okay. he was the Yeah, I did recognize him, but I didn't know who he was. Mm-mm. But I was thinking of um the chef what is her name? She's also on that Marvel show that's just came out. Um, from the favorite and the queen. Oh, Olivia Coleman. Or I guess that was the queen and the baby. Yeah. Olivia Coleman. Mm-hmm. I thought that was such an incredible scene. It, it was. Like for me, that's the best scene of the show. It was great. And it made, it was, okay. And now I, I'm kind of, I don't know cause I don't work in restaurants, but my frame of reference is chef's table, right? Uh-huh. Which is a show that has revealed to us the kind of like inner workings of these like Michelin star restaurants. And mm-hmm. it seems that like there are these situations, particularly in like female run restaurants of note, where the kitchen is like a pleasant place. Uh-huh. And so when Olivia Coleman appeared on screen, I like, I thought, this is a person who seems to come from that culture of fine dining. Except the restaurant she's running is hell. Well, it is the perversion of like the way that he ends up buying into what they're doing. Right. Is also is also maybe like the similar straightness of the whole thing. Like the forks and the scene about like there's a smudge on the plate or whatever and like who did it. Yeah. Like, I mean, all of that, like I as someone who's also been in that not that level of the world, but uh, adjacent. Mm-hmm. Um, like very serious taking dynamics of restaurant, what have you. Um, I, and also, it's also like my perfectionist and like fantasy. Like I too want, think it's, I think that there's something spiritual about things being taken care of and attended to mm-hmm. and organized and structure and all these things. And like, you have to, Things, things have to matter in order for them to be done that way. Mm-hmm. And I, I think what I didn't like was this kind of um, full buy-in to the kind of um, lose yourself into the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you kind of, like, give yourself up. To this thing, well, you're, you're in service. I mean, this idea of service, thing. I guess. Like, but there is like this thing, this distinction that does exist between like care and care, mm-hmm. care for a practice, and then like mm-hmm. oppression right. toward a goal. Yeah, yeah. And they don't have to exist at once. Mm-hmm. And I think that is like right, right, right. That 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 is what this kind of like restaurant culture asserts. That, like, without this kind of, like, uh-huh. military oppression, there cannot be right. perfection and care. Yeah, which is, is the strangeness of that scene of, like, where you meet the 
owner. Who seems to be like the founder she, of the restaurant. And right. And she like lives what, in a different universe. Totally different. Like she's <laughs> from the universe of care. And she's like, right, I like right. to peel she's the mushroom. She's like an Alice, who knows? I mean, Alice Waters is maybe a nightmare person. Oh, I'm sure she know. is. But like, but like the, the kind of ethos of, of, of something like homier, which was not that space, but like. That's also fine. Well, she was even, like, um, kind of situated in a different feeling space in terms of, like, the light and, like, what was her... Totally. The a... way that that scene was shot was so... Different. The antithesis of everything else about that show, which is also strange. Because I'm like, well, this is a person kind of living beautifully. Mm-hmm. And but like what apparently, they're in, driving for is like well, she's in her own bubble this, because then like everyone underneath her is like right, this. Right, this right, is right. the military That's a big question. Yeah, but I don't think the show has any sense of this. I think that's what is confusing to me because like if the hero is if the heroes are these people who are making this restaurant of the show, it just feels like another nightmare restaurant where everyone is uh, bringing their trauma into the nightmare scenario. Right. Truly. Uh, they just, like... You know, and they, like, catch, you, they catch themselves at points and, like, try to do differently, which is all we can do. And, and you know, maybe in, like, ten seasons we'll have, like, oh. someone peeling a mushroom again. At the end you of know, the day, like, they seem to have just made another nightmare <laughs> restaurant. Right. With, like, an ugly painting. Oh, my God. And maybe the ugly painting is, like, this thing of, like, you can't get rid of this being a trash situation. I don't know. Um, So, really tricky. You know, I do, like, I love the, these ideas around, that come up of, like, um, of taking care of people. But it's so, it's all so perverted and, like, doesn't, kind of just doesn't happen. And there are these kind of symbols of care but it's not carried through in any kind of like a uh, deeper way where you're like, right. Well, it's, yeah, it's, you brought her the tea eventually. Well, it's just like, we're, we're going to make people feel seen and understood by basically like being detectives and like spying on them in this way so that they can feel that we are like gold star caregivers. And we're going to give these people a free meal because they like it, it just none of it it's also sort of disingenuous you know i'm like why it's also weird to me yeah well i mean there's the you, you're talking about like the way that the rich restaurant was doing those things right so yeah which was like but there's a way in which the show kind of frames those things of like the way that he brings like the banana chocolate banana thing um, or, which is like a significant gesture of like I listen to you I, and like here's this thing right or and when like, they I, when they bring the deep yeah. dish pizza to the rich people who are like I just want a deep dish pizza and then they turn it into some right. like right. disgusting looking like totally well that's that's the that's an interesting or more complicated version I feel like because there's this like perverting of the thing I'm like just give them a pizza like. Everything has to be this, like, hoity-toity thing. Just, I'm like, what? When you go to get that pizza, you get it 
for what it is. Right. Do you think I want to now eat the deep dish pizza now that you've like stuck a cookie cutter in it and like put some like blobs of gel around it? No, this is not, this is no longer that thing. So I still haven't had that thing. And that was the thing that I was talking about. Right. I wanted, I wanted the crust. I didn't want this like weird blob. Yeah. I also like wanted to go to that place and have the full experience. Right. I didn't want, so That's what I mean. It's like a trickier, like the banana thing is more like, I'm not trying to like give you this other experience of this thing. I'm trying to like acknowledge that I would listen and we have this relationship and like this right. is a caretaking moment. Right. Um, but it's also perverted because there's this whole like money mm. um, thing between them of like, you know, trust us yeah, or like allow us time to pay you back like the whole like <laughs> game the whole mentorship premise with the pastry chef was was really beautiful that they like flew him to this like like you know but that also felt insane i was like so we have money right 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 so like where's this coming from what's going on but the 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 premise of the mentorship with the cousin in that restaurant, I was like, this I don't believe because this guy is not going to buy into this mm-hmm. nonsense. Also, the way that they like let him do things, I was like, are you kidding me? No. They would never let a random ass person go talk to people. Certainly yeah. not. <laughs> no. So, um, and and also this I this feeling of like you need these like elite things in order to get anywhere i'm like why don't you train your people and like give them why don't you teach your people how to do things why is everyone going to school right and like why doesn't why didn't it just turn into like a great beautiful restaurant to come and have like a beef sandwich or whatever they used to sell you know yeah Anyways, Very strange. I don't. You need $55 plates apparently I, to have like a good meal. But honestly, this show was made by people who've clearly had like profound experiences at fine dining establishments. And they're like, they've bought into the culture of it. And, and there is something there. It's, it's just, it's this weird, for me, it's just a weird framing of like this material. It just doesn't. I don't, that we, and we haven't gotten anywhere. Like nothing has really happened in the show. No. Emotionally to these, like, okay, so he has a girlfriend that he doesn't want. That he. Like the whole girlfriend thing. I'm like, are you kidding? Yeah. It's not, I just think it's, it's a show that I got through, but it's not, it's not for me. Um... Yeah, and I, I mean, I love the food world stuff in general. It, it did, like, drive me crazy, but I did. Um, I guess I enjoyed engaging with it, mm. even in that. So, whatever. Um, I, I also found out via YouTube that the guy who plays the, like, um, I don't know, handyman. With the... I don't... And then becomes front of house. With the neck tattoos? <laughs> yeah, I guess he's a chef. Oh, uh, there was a YouTube video of him, sh- I think maybe it was like Architectural Digest, showing a restaurant in Canada that he opened, which looked insanely beautiful, but also insane. Mm-hmm. Like, I 
took six years to make this thing. Mm-hmm. It was, it's, it's, um, it is that insanity where you're like, so like 10 people are going to eat in here and it's, what? I don't, um, How does this work financially? This, I don't understand. All this very elitist stuff makes me feel uneasy. But he's very funny on the show. I Yeah, the, I thought, I was like, I don't know what his, I didn't look into it, but um, I thought he was great on the show. Yeah. I don't know if he's like, comes from acting, and I don't know what that dynamic of like, chef. Uh, he's Yeah. He seems to come from a restaurant family. I like the lady who plays the ex-wife of the cousin. She's, she's the best actor on the show to me. Yeah, there's that scene in the bed. He, totally. And there's the scene at the table, and then there's the scene where, like, he's at... They're talking on the phone. Mm-hmm. She's, she's like... I'm like, oh, you're for real. I think she actually was on Girls with that guy. Hmm. Or she was on Girls as somebody. I can't remember who. Anyways, that was The Bear. I, I watched another thing. Okay, what was the other movie you saw? I watched the movie you told me to watch, Close. Wow. On a plane. It was really, really intense to watch it on a plane. Because you were really feeling the feelings. I was... In public. Yes. And yeah. <laughs> it took me by surprise. Because when I, I first started yeah. it, and I like the kids started being like acting, and I was like, I can't watch 12-year-olds act. I was like, this is going to make me sick. And yeah, because it opens with like a kind of mo- a kind of friend montage. And I just, feeling, yeah, and I started like, like falling asleep, and I was like, oh my god. And then I like, I woke up and they were talking about something, something, and I was like, you know what, I'm starting over. So I'm back to the beginning and I started the movie and then I just got like swept away by the atmosphere, right? Like the cinematography. The flowers. Can you believe the flowers? Okay. Okay. So I have a lot of questions and a lot of comments, which is that it, Leo's family has a farm on which they just yeah. pull the heads off of dahlias. What's going on? Yeah, I don't know. I assume that's a thing. It's, well, it's exquisitely beautiful framing so for a f- film. Absolutely. But what is this industry where you just pull the heads off of flowers? Yeah, potpourri? Maybe. Um, who knows? Anyways, um, it's yeah. absolutely beautiful way of like, situating this family the boys running through the fu- like i'm gonna cry flower i mean fields. it's come on and the way they use it as a device at the end of the movie to be like uh-huh he's gone what anyway spoiler and you get this excuse and me you get this season i just want to i just want to tell the listeners because this is actually a movie worth watching that spoiler <laughs> yeah, spoiler yeah, spoilers yeah. right now so turn it off watch the movie close from belgium it is um an absolute an incredible achievement in terms of like atmosphere and children's performance mm-hmm. and yeah. there was a point i think so too. i haven't looked into like the casting or anything but i was like are these their actual families yeah and i i think it's powerful because i think i said this last week of like the coldness like there is like a really like don't perform the feelings like especially the the main character well, there's like a lot of kind of like withheld. Well, that's real. That's I mean, like what. That's what really yeah, happens. The kind of shut down. I mean, when you're so, twelve, thirteen years old, wow. and like 
you're in a situation where you're meant to, or like there's this, there's this supposition that you're going to be having an extreme feeling, but of course you don't, it's not like that. You know, like you're, you, you're confused about like how to handle a situation like that. And it really like the, the way that that movie I mean, so carefully that bus moment. Oh my God. But even like before. So, I mean, so in general, the big surprise about this movie for me is that it's like not a gay movie. It for me, it's no. not a gay movie. Well, I think which I from the from the trailer, I was like, okay, it's like a gay young gay love story that they like fall. I, I, that's like a tragedy. I think it is a movie for, in a way, meant for gay people, but it's not a gay love story. Well, I think this movie has wide appeal because I think everyone has had this kind of breakup mm. with like a friend mm-hmm. you know maybe not the not the death part mm-hmm. but like but the feeling of, of like a relationship dying right and that's it's not like it there isn't really this is sort of at the a kind of like turning point age wise of like sec like pre-sexual mm-hmm. is the kind of the feeling like other other kids like are aware of sex like relationships mm. or like identity in that way but they they come into that where they're like oh that's how other people are framing this dynamic. right which like it's it wasn't for them because like it had evolved from like them very much like pre pre-sex and then right. who knows like where it eventually would have gone because we don't get to like experience that and we don't I don't think that's certainly not the point. Well, you see, you see a kind of like, uh, what is it called? Homophobia. That's, I mean, that's what the main character is like homophobic. Well, yeah. And that sort of instigates. And it's like, okay, I'm going to do these masculine things. It instigates the kind of deterioration of their friendship. Right. Whereas Remy doesn't, he's not as affected by other, what other people are supposing about their relationship and Remy's just confused as to like why Leo is like pulling away. Right. Remy, well also Remy's not the main character and we know less about what's happening. Right. Remy's very anxious. We know that because Remy has trouble sleeping and Remy is very, there's like a sensitivity. Right. And you see some anxiety pop up in Remy's like oboe performance. And also like to be, to be in this perform, like in this film where like, these children are not only just so natural and present, but also like Remy is can really play the oboe, and like it it was it was it was stunning. I was like st- I felt mm-hmm. at times like I had to look away because I was like, am I? I'm like watching real people. I was like, this feels voyeuristic. <laughs> like, in uh-huh. in a lot of the interactions with like. Remy's mom and Leo I just had I couldn't Mm -hmm. I had to like there's that incredible scene with the three of them early on like laying in the grass in the grass yeah it's it it, like reminded me of like French New Wave of like there's there was this like is this a documentary very much the intimacy of it was so well it was so painfully intimate and I it was already like heartbreaking enough to watch the kind of breakup 
that then mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. when the death the mother... when the death happens, I was kind of like, oh no, I wish this movie wasn't now going to become about this, and we mm-hmm. weirdly like it, it doesn't it doesn't. I mean it. Yeah. It continues to just be about like coping with this breakup and coping with mm-hmm. guilt and like, mm-hmm. you don't. It's not at all like sensational or salacious. It's just like yeah. because they. It's not about like the suicide. Right. It's just, it's about the feelings around it. Yeah, and that's that's why for me it continues to be this like breakup like friend breakup movie and then you have like the 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 mothers are sort of like this additional layer of like the relationship of uh, Remy's mother I mean when she so what is what is the first what is the first time we see them together I think like he goes to the hospital but do we see them does she Oh, she goes to his hockey practice or something. She's yes. there. Yes. We don't know, like, it sort of feels like she's there to see him. She is. Yeah. Um, and they have just this exchange that's so, I don't even know. Well, he's like, I. Like, was... he says, I like your haircut. Your haircut looks pretty. Uh-huh. It's just like a kind of... <laughs> and, and she's not, like... Not about anything. No, and she's like you know, are you enjoying this? And so he's like, intense. well, I'm not really great at it, but it's, but it's okay. And then she's like, do you need a ride home? And he's like, no, I'm okay. That's it. Yeah. And it, there's this like insane Ugh. thing between them. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, what's not happening is the scene. And then there's the scene where he goes to her house and she mm-hmm. offers him water mm-hmm. and she doesn't really have any food in the house. And he, he asks to see the bedroom but is that after he goes to her work? No, that's the that's their okay. that's sort of okay. like their last meetup. There's also the the dinner okay. where Remy's parents go to dinner right. at Leo's house and the dad breaks oh, down when the bigger wow. brother is talking about his future. Incredible. I, I mean, J- Jeremy, I cried so the whole time. Devastating. I cried through the when the father the the father and just sort of the like the normalcy of like a family dinner like can't bear it it's that is so incredible it's like the most like subtle beautiful performances you can imagine from both adult actors and child actors it's it's actually like hard to believe yeah and the the leo's older brother also that perform i was like Oh, I was like, are they brothers? The way that that relationship like blooms into this like intimate thing of care and all their, and then you get, you get the like I love the seasonal, oh my thing god, of like now we're in like this kind of funeral time, and we're like digging up the flowers. We're like right. watching that. It's we're, all framed we're, like, through like fall, and... like farming seasons, and like the that and this and growing up because like he's. At the beginning, they're running through the flowers. They're not helping right, the family. Right, they're right. not working. Right. So there's also this, like, growing up as, like, joining the labor force mm-hmm. and joining the family bu- business. And, um, yeah. Ay, ay, ay. I yeah, know. that brother. And the, br- and the way, like, they frame intimacy in the context of the bed and, like, how the bed mm-hmm. functions for these 
little boys and then how the bed ends up functioning for the brothers. And it's just like, I think it's just a really, really tremendously beautiful movie and also like a movie everybody should see to like learn how to feel. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's my, my takeaway too. It's, it's the like universalness of it, of just like, um, like the, you know, it's also like, so it's so tragic because like the casual comments of these other kids precipitates this, uh, this breakup, this like the ending of this intense intimacy and friendship, um, which then, you know, leads to catastrophe. But um, what did you Im- even without that, it's like a catastrophe. What did you yeah. imagine? Okay. This was the one kind of like, well, whatever. I was wondering if at some point, like how this conversation would play out for Leo and Remy's mom, which it does end up happening, which is when they, she's the last scene and she's driving him home from the hospital. And he goes, I pushed Remy away. Mm-hmm. And and for some reason, I didn't expect that to come as any kind of surprise to mm-hmm. the mom. I imagined that she would just immediately say, this is not your fault. Uh-huh. But she actually is not only surprised, but she cannot contain her anger for a moment. Yeah. And she says, you have to get out of my car. And then she, of course, like, does the adult thing, because all the parents in this movie are um, star parents. And they're exemplary parents. And yeah. so she she gets out of the car, and she finds him, and, you know, they embrace, and that's the end of the movie. But that was the one thing that surprised me about her. I was like, you didn't... Well, I do feel like it's the undercurrent of, of what leads to that moment, is this, like... Because I think, I mean, my my projection of what she's feeling is like this huge mystery of like, why did this happen? And like, why couldn't I keep my child alive? Mm -hmm. And like, what could I have done? Mm -hmm. And like, why did this happen without like do without saying any of that or like pushing for a resolution to that, to an answer, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's the thing of like that hockey scene of like, what's not being said is the scene. So she just waits. That is what she's like. Why, why? But she can't, she, I think she, you know, assumes that there's no answer or that like, you know, it's a mystery. No one has the answer. And she does get a Um, kind of an answer. And then she, so then in that moment, she's like, why, you know, there's like a lot, I think it's, it's like, it is, but for the viewer, I think for the viewer, it's this kind of collapse of what has been upheld, which is this kind of like adults taking care of children. Mm Mm-hmm in this you know even at school they do that circle and like are checking in and these emotional things and even like the way the bus thing has happened of like we're all gonna get off the bus we're gonna go and then we're gonna do this thing like it's all like pretty carefully attended to Mm -hmm. so to have this moment where that's like and there's something to me about uh the cusp of adulthood as well where she treats him like an adult for a moment and then realize that realizes or you know comes back to the fact that this kid, is still a child a kid, yeah and like the pain that he must be going through 
And this is oh my god, this little this hers. little boy. Ugh. I cannot understand how they got performances from these children like this because like the scene with the getting on the, of the cast and like being at the doctor's uh, office just incredible just suddenly like breaking scene. down with like rivers of tears pouring out of his uh, eyes when like and the father oh comes over and is just like I know it hurts you don't have to pretend it doesn't hurt it's just like uh, it's in it's the way that the like when uh, Remy first or when Leo first goes back to the house which is the water scene no he goes back to the mm-hmm. house a couple times first just to look in the windows and then eventually returns to the house to say hi to the mom but the dog runs up to him and is crying mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's just everything is heartbreaking in this movie but also to watch Leo kind of like going through the motions of growing up and like having a good time in his like sports and a good time in like being accepted at school and a good time in the work with his family and like the gratifying nature Mm -hmm. of that but also like always always processing this thing that happened and this incredible guilt that he he Mm -hmm. has but can't I mean he's a little they're little kids it's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't believe this movie, Jeremy. I... <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a lot. It is a lot. When, when um, we've returned to the summer, and he's running through the flowers again, and then suddenly stops and looks back, like expecting Remy to be there. It's just, the whole thing is just so haunting and so excellent. I can't believe it. The tragedy of it. Also, the way that, like, Leo is in this, like, realm of both, like, French and and Flemish. And, like, whereas Mm. Remy is in this, like, world of, like, slightly greater sophistication, you know? Right. It's just all so beautifully done. And I don't know, like, what these compositions are that they chose for for like the orchestra concerts but like I was like this is I don't know if this is just extreme manipulation but this is like so amazing (laughs) yeah I mean it's it it's an interest like the kind of uh men don't leave emotional very that like it's an it's a really interesting thing for me in terms of like I I love this kind of movie but it's, it's really like not how I think of making anything mm. because I do the kind of manipulativeness um, is like such a thing I'm <laughs> not interested in doing but it's that's a really it's a really it's a sort of conflicting thing of like I do think a cathartic emotional experience is a gift so it's it's a that's it's it's why like i think for me the the feeling of like a actually like a intense coldness oh jack and our, we have some guests so i should go soon but um there's something about the coldness of the whole thing mm-hmm. that um i think worked held that and it didn't feel like i was meant to feel any specific way right um but it is quite it's an amazing achievement I can't 
I can't say enough good things about it. It's just a beautiful movie from beginning to end. And yeah. it's I'm always amazed at like when people get really nuanced performances from children. I don't know how they do it. Yeah, I think it's really about setting a container for that to happen. And I think children really kind of don't have as much self-doubt mm-hmm. stuff maybe built up because I think there are a lot of like really incredible child performances mm-hmm. and I think that there's like something in that dynamic but it does require like creating a space that they can have these mm-hmm. feelings I mean it is scary because you're like is this real the pa- for them the parents in this yeah. in this movie also give similarly kind of like unself-aware performances you know like the mo- yeah. I mean, Remy's mother's performance is like so beyond. It's and like I I wish there's a universe where like she could be celebrated for this film. I can't imagine that scenario, but she's just so incredible. <sighs> it's a great movie. All right. Everyone's so happy that they went and watched it and then came back to hear what we, our thoughts it's so um i feel like better about my life and the world and from watching it yeah it's a beautiful thing i love it i don't know i don't know if i could watch it again because it was too devastating but oh in like five years uh, have yeah. the same experience of all over again. i saw another surprisingly devastating film called past lives well i need to go okay but i want to we'll hear talk about, about it, it next week next time well, we'll see you then. Past lives coming to you next okay, week. Okay, bye. We love you. All right, we love you. Have a, have a good California time. Bye.